This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Susan McLeod here with Pastor Michael. And for the last couple years that we've been at Village, my husband and I have seen you and Brianne own this flower shop. Oh my goodness. And I didn't we know have we were wondered. Talk about this. Well, here's the thing. We're coming out of Valentine's Day and every Valentine's Day we go, what's Michael going to get for Brianne? What can he even do for her? I know you help her deliver flowers, but then I looked mm. into into it a little bit. There's 13,000 flower establishments in the US. So all of these men need to know what to buy for their wives Holy for moly. Valentine's Day. That's yeah. interesting. There's a lot of assumption there that uh, it's the women who own the flower shops. I know that was a big assumption that I made. Right. That yeah. was really yeah. like Yeah, let's even say half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Chocolate? That's a little bit overstatement there too. Chocolate? Uh, no. You help her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a great question. So I'll make a deal with you. How about at the end of the podcast, I will answer that and I'm going to tell you a really interesting story about Valentine's Day. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> anyway, Pastor Michael, should husbands submit to their wives? Mm. So th- this is a, honest. I think it's a great question. Mm-hmm. So the answer is yes and no. Super clear. Let me help you. So Ephesians Chapter five is kind of the standard verse on submission, et cetera. Uh, wives submit to your own husbands. And so we know the answer to the inverse question, should mm-hmm. wives submit to their husbands? Well, the answer is yes. Now we have to define that. That's a different podcast. Mm-hmm. So right before that, though, it says submit yourselves one to another. So whatever submission means, there is a sense in the Bible mm-hmm. that there is a, a way that I submit to one another, including yes. my wife. I would put this under the the principle of mutual deference or yeah. putting other people's needs above your own yeah. or thinking more highly of others than you than you do yourself. And so mm-hmm. it's this principle where um, I posture myself in a way that really puts her needs above my own. That's like mutual submission. But I think the question that is actually being asked here is not the mutual submission category. Uh, the question is, is there ever a universe where my wife is the spiritual leader of the household. Mm, yeah. Is there ever a time when um, I just submit to her, period? And so um, here's here's one. Let's say you and your wife are fighting. Well, w- if her position is consistent with the word of God, then I'm actually required to submit to my wife who is submitting to the word of God. Right. So I would submit to my wife in, in that circumstance. Um, when my wife asks me to do something, right. um, I'm going to submit to the request if it's not sin, because my job and posture is to sacrifice myself out of love for her. But let's get to the real, let's even go deeper here. What if you have a wife who is a believer, but a husband who is an unbeliever? Should the wife submit to the leadership of the unbelieving husband, or should the husband submit to her? This is so tricky. Because yeah. there are, there are. in fact, I know a handful of listeners right now who are in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a couple ways to look at this. The book of First Peter addresses wives who are married to unbelieving husbands. Yes. And Peter says, okay, forget about, forget about authority structures for a moment. The absolute most strategic God-ordained way mm-hmm. for you to win your husband— to Jesus Christ 
is to live a quiet, submissive life, meaning not that you don't talk, meaning right. you are not argumentative, right. constantly in his face. Like there is something about the quiet, non-argumentative, supportive, mm-hmm. affirming, encouraging mm-hmm. spirit of a spouse that mm-hmm. when you take that posture, uh, for whatever reason, God is more likely to intervene and save the husband when you do that. It's counterintuitive because the flesh of oh, most so wives is to yeah. nag, attack, go to church, shame. Why don't you do this? Do kids need you to be the spiritual leader, et cetera? So I grew up in a home where uh, my mom was a believer before my dad was, I think, for eight or nine years. And my mom was the spiritual leader in the home. And if my dad at that time had set the spiritual pace, my mom should not have submitted to that spiritual direction. And so when it came to spiritual leadership, she right. was she was the woman. And, and so she was the spiritual leader of our house. And that was appropriate and it was good and it was right. I think whenever you get a Christian, non-Christian, like a mixed marriage, spiritually speaking. Yeah, that's tricky. You really got to give some More individualized yeah. like attention right. to each of them. You have to hear their story and uh, be very sensitive to them. But by and large... There are circumstances where husbands should submit to their wives. Generally speaking, in mutual submission, mutual deference, right. putting their needs above your own. Uh, if you are married to an unbeliever, um, you submit in your quietness, but you don't you don't give them spiritual leadership over yourself. I would never right. give a non-Christian spiritual leadership over my heart or my kids' hearts. Are there areas of leadership you would give them over yourself? Yeah. So let's let's rise above. The Christian marriage, mm-hmm. where the husband loves as Christ loves the church, and the mm-hmm. wife submits as the church submits right. to Christ. That one, Put all that, that out works out. Yeah, men are still men are still men, and there is something about a man where he uniquely thrives mm-hmm. when he leads and provides and protects. Mm-hmm. There's something about that rhythm and dynamic. And so even though it may not be spiritual leadership or provision or protection, um, there are there there are just these these opportunities for a wife to let him flourish in those ways. Yes. Um, now I can hear the question, like, what if I am married to a man as a woman? Let's say we're, we're both non-Christians, but I have the spiritual gift of leadership. Dog That's gone so a girl hard leap, when, do yeah. it, you know? But, but what does that look like in the home? Right. And that's where you just got to work it out. You got to talk about it. You got to figure out how this dynamic looks. Uh, leadership, you can't contain leadership. It's a powerful thing. Leaders lead, right? Uh-huh. And so when you have a wife who is a leader, that's a gift that is a that is a part of her either giftedness or personality that God infused mm. um, into her. The assumption here is that it's good leadership and not bad leadership. It's right. humble, servant-hearted leadership. You don't have to be a Christian to have humble, servant-hearted leadership. And um, so when you're in that kind of marriage, you got to talk about that. You got to figure out what this actually really looks like. We have been talking about this a little bit in our home, my husband and I, because we are wired so differently. You look opposite. Yeah, we're, we great. couldn't be more opposite. But I find us, because we talk a lot, we can, we continue to get on the same you page. You talk a lot? No, no, no. You, you talk be, a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Michael. Yeah. No, we both, we, we analyze and go into things. So one of the things, though, that I've noticed is I am a communicator, mm-hmm. just like constantly about every little detail, but something I can see in myself if I'm not careful is I can micromanage everything he is helping Mm. lead in. So I could pick apart the way he's leading Mm. and hurt him. Right. He can come, he, he came in the room the one day and told me something that happened. And I, I've in my head, sometimes I step outside and I see these two responses. One is that huge disappointment and just verbalizing that, like, I can't believe you did that. Why would you do that? The other is actually putting myself in that moment and going, I could have done the same thing. 
you know? And I think as a wife, when we're really strong personality wise and we know a lot and we, well, we think we know a lot, it can be hard not to just speak it constantly. And then it does back our husbands into a corner and that's unfair. Yeah. Whether or not your husband is a great leader or not, no husband wants to be backed into a corner. Yep. They do not want to be made to feel small, right? which is why I love at the end of Ephesians 5, this applies to Christians and non-Christians. This mm-hmm. is human nature is what Paul's yeah. getting after. Husbands love your wives. Wives respect your husbands. Yes. And so one of the best things that a wife can do is just learn to communicate and make him feel mm-hmm. respected. Like the man may not need to like be the one who gives spiritual direction to the entire house to feel respected. Fine. Um, but but a wife, especially a good leader, if you're a great leader, you should be able to lead mm-hmm. people from point A to point B. That's what leaders do. Mm-hmm. Well, lead him from not respected to respected, right? Take leadership over respecting him. And I think that's empowering, though, as a yeah. woman to be able to give that to a man is right. a gift. It's right. a gift from a, from a sound mind. Yeah. Let me talk about, can I just talk about one aspect of this? Yes, so please. in my marriage, um, uh, my wife is great in this area. We don't have a problem per se. Younger years of marriage, we definitely did. I mean, we we duked it out and had some good yeah. fights. But yeah, you got to. We got to. You got to work it out. And we're both strong-willed, you know, mm-hmm. personalities. So, but I defer to her constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's, there's a couple areas of our life that she just has leadership in and mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. And I don't mean to make any of these big or small. I'll just, these right. are the first ones that came to my mind. Our kids' physical health and going to the doctors, mm-hmm. like she, mm-hmm. she is on it. Their medications, yeah. um, Honestly, I don't ever really think about the food in the house. Yeah. Until it's not there. Yeah. And then I'm like, where's the food? Is anybody <laughs> shopping in this place? No, but um, but in terms of money, right? Yeah. I control all of it. And uh, I, I pay the bills and figure stuff right. out. Right. But I don't touch her flower shop. Right. right. She doesn't right. touch the church stuff. So we have That's spheres. That's good to know. <laughs> right. You know, but we have spheres. Right. And she's in charge in those spheres. And I defer to her and I submit to her leadership in those things. But that's a decision that we've made. And so I submit to my wife on a regular basis but but really what Paul, I think what he's getting after is that in the spiritual realm of things, that the posture of the Christian woman is to let the husband mm-hmm. lead spiritually and promote that through respect. Mm-hmm. And the husband's job is to die to himself, to love her and to serve her and to cherish her and to nourish her as Jesus does the church. And there's something about this posture. Forget about leadership gifts. Like your right. leadership gifts have no bearing on on submission and leadership in marriage. Um, you don't have to be a good leader to die, right? There are some incredible, incredible, um, awesome men who love their wives and they're not good leaders anywhere else. Mm. Uh, leadership, it's, it's just interesting how we process all this stuff, but they love their wives. They lead their wives mm-hmm. through sacrifice. Mm. And um, yeah, I would just say sometimes a husband needs to submit to his wife, but in the home, mm-hmm. God has established an order. Yes. And the order is really, really important. And the First Corinthians 11 talks about God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of man. Man is the head of woman. And that's okay. That is a good, God-ordained, biblical order. Every couple's got to figure out what that looks like. The end result is husbands should leave feeling respected. Yes. And wives should leave feeling loved, nourished, and cherished. And and let's just stop thinking about what the other person's job is supposed to be. Your job is to love me. Because if I think, no, but if yeah. I think about that, if I'm focused on my husband's job is to love me, then I'm like, oh, what can I get out of this? You know, like, <laughs> and then I forget how to respect him. So if we just focused on our own hearts, wouldn't we be in such a better place? Yep. Yep. Okay. So now back to my question. What did you do for Brianne for Valentine's Day? 
So Valentine's Day kind of just like, I don't know. It's not as... It's not your holiday. It's not our holiday. We do. We buy each other little presents and we do little things or whatever. But um, like, let me tell you about our Valentine's Day. How's that? Okay. Oh, go for it. Everyone wants February to know. 14th. So. Oh, everybody's dying. Yeah, oh my I gosh. Know. So <laughs> February 14th at 1 a.m., my wife walks into the room and uh, she's been up all day long getting all the pre-orders ready with, mm-hmm. with the staff. So she wakes me up really dramatically because she's like overwhelmed with stress. And she's like, Michael, the heater's broken. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah. So I... The I, heater, like the furnace? Yeah, the furnace. Oh, so dear. I go to the basement. And lo and behold, I'm testing it and it's not working. And I'm like, oh, ah. And so I YouTube it. And, and and actually, I found a video that helped me fix it. And I was like, well, like I'm not an HVAC guy, but I fixed the furnace. I was feeling really At good. At one in the morning? That's impressive. Too. I got done at yeah. two in the morning. So oh, okay. And then I'm a little wired. I go back to bed. We wake up. Uh, seven o'clock, we got to get the kids ready because my oldest daughter, 11, she's working all day on Valentine's Day, building flower arrangements, et cetera. Oh, Is that illegal? Helpful. I don't think so. No, she's serving. She's serving. Yeah. Um, and then my two other kids are with me in the car all day long. So we get there and uh, we pack up all these whatever. So we're delivering all day long. And then my wife calls me and says, the internet's out. I'm like, what do you mean the internet's what out? She's freaking out. Just, just wait. This gets crazy. So she's freaking out because she having to take payments over her phone. Nothing's really working. Oh, we have no. online orders coming in. Oh. And uh, then, um, so we're in a building complex where there's a bunch of other stores. Well, there's a, a backup of the sewage line. So sewage water now starts coming up oh, out of the floor goodness. in the drain. <gasps> sewage water is like coming like up the floor, down the hallway. And she's like, okay, my internet doesn't work. I got sewage water. I've got 11 people standing in the foyer. What am I going to do? And so this day in goes her on. Flower shop, in the flower shop, which, by the shop, way, is folks, tiny. is not big enough for 11 people. No, we're actually, yeah. we're, we're moving locations, actually, okay. just down into in the same shopping center, like over double the square footage. Super excited. Oh, good. So, I'm happy to hear that. So um, then, so she just took on helping manage the facility. That she's part of the facility. She helping the owner manage the whole facility. So she's calling plumbers with oh another guy who goodness. manages the facility, and it's like crazy. So we get to the end of the day, exhausted, like completely oh, wiped, imagine. been on your yeah. feet. It, this is like three days of prep, and then two of our three cars don't work. What are the chances? Two of the three. So you're down to one delivery So we're vehicle. down to one. Oh. This is at the end of the day. So then, well, no, other people were delivering flowers also, but my car okay. worked. So I was already home though. I took the kids home. So then somebody else had to get her and, and my oh. cousin who lives with us and drive yeah. both of them home. And then we had to, the next day, go get the cars, bring them to a shop and figure out how to get them there. And anyways, though, I was like, if they're, if the evil one had control over like tech or chips, I'm pretty sure he's in it. It's crazy. On Valentine's Day. Or he On just Valentine's hates Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, or he hates us. Potentially. I don't know. Yeah. All the above. I hate love. <laughs> I hate pastors. I hate counselors. I hate florists. All the people who live with them. Anyway, so you touched on this a smidge, but next time we're going to revisit it. The question so we're going to address next time is, is it ever appropriate for a wife to be the spiritual head of the house? Yeah.